So for this project and the topic of pop culture, I really wanted to focus on the music industry because I felt that the music industry is, is one of the greatest medias out there. And I think it's one of the most unifying platforms that you could possibly find in modern day media. And this music has the capacity to change people's moods. It has the capacity to make people's days. It has the capacity to change people's lives. And oftentimes we see artists with such big influence that they can change the way people think. And, you know, people listen to music for whatever reason they listen to. And I personally listen to music because depending on my mood, the day I'm having, the weather, they all affect how I feel towards music. And my feelings are reflected in the music that I choose to listen to. So streaming services, you know, the big ones, YouTube, Spotify, Apple, Amazon, or even have SoundCloud. And I want to talk about these because it, it exemplifies the magnitude that this industry is. Um, I used an article from Mansoor Iqbal, and he did a, an article on the statistics of Spotify, just, just to drive the point home. So he said there's 286 million active Spotify users a month. And of these 286 million, the average person listens to 24 hours of music per month. And of the 286 million users enrolled in Spotify, 130, or almost half of those users have Spotify Premium. And this version allows for more ad music and ad-free. So that really just drives home the, the size that this industry has. And that's a lot of listeners. That's a lot of music being put out there. Um, and to relate it to pop culture, pop culture as we define in class is something that's ever-changing. It's a new fad. There's something new every single day. And it's one of the most highlighted platforms of media out there because in class, we discussed the topic, and I believe that with the amount of celebrities, the music, the different types of, of people, the different types of fashion trends, they're all being thrown in front of our faces every single day on these traditional media platforms. And I think just like, you know, Instagram, music does the same thing. You, you're constantly given new artists, new songs, um, new lyrics, and every single day there, there's someone new. Um, and we see it all the time. And I think that these celebrities have such a big spotlight that their music has such influence on pop culture and people's emotions. So it's, in, it's insane how out of all the millions of artists, a lot of people have very similar experiences. And those similar experiences are reflected through their music. Um, and I, that's what I really wanted to focus on today because people and musicians tend to reflect their past experiences and their feelings towards certain things in their music and lyrics. And a lot of those things allow us to relate to celebrities and musicians. Post Malone and Taylor Swift are notoriously known for very heartfelt songs about their past relationships. And while we may not be able to relate to Post Malone and Taylor Swift and the position they're in, music and the lyrics they say allow us to identify with them. And that's the point that I want to get across because Music is a unifying thing. It's a unifying entity that allows people to feel the same feelings and be in the same boat. And a topic that I think comes up in music a lot and is what I want to focus on is the topic of relationships and love. It's commonly seen and it's human nature to want to love and it's human nature to want to be in a relationship with whoever that may be. And I think that having that reflected in music and those lyrics to relate 
create some of the best music and some of the most relatable content. So while there's highs and lows of music, there's highs and lows in relationships. And I wanted to choose two artists that reflect these highs and lows. Um, and for the more positive side, I chose The Neighborhood. And they're my personal favorite band, and they're the band that I want to focus on first. And, you know, they're an indie pop, indie rock type of band, and they have a lot of flourishes of electronic sounds and very new and very upbeat, happy. Some songs are slow, but they keep it positive. And they're a band from New Newberry Park, California, and they're led by lead singer Jesse Rutherford. And if you don't know who the neighborhood are, they're commonly known for their song Sweater Weather, which was released in 2012. And it was part of their album called I Love You. And a lot of people know Sweater Weather because it's become an anthem, especially recently, um, for a lot of people coming out as bisexual. And it has become a staple for them. And it's been all over social media. And that's how people have been coming out with the song in the background. And it's actually been so popular that the neighborhood Sweater Weather has actually hit the top 100 on the billboard for the third time. So... The Neighborhood are just known for their very slow romantic songs and songs such as Sweater Weather allow people to relate to that on, with their sexuality or romantic level. Um, out of you know the 40 songs they may have, I found that 15 of those reference romantics, romanticism and love. So the first song that I really wanted to focus on was called Compass by The Neighborhood and it was from their album in 2014. And the song uses examples of a compass to describe that special someone. You know, if you have a compass and you're lost, you always look to that compass for direction and you look for that compass for purpose and you look for that compass to to, to lead you out of trouble. And, and just like being in a relationship, that sense of safety and love and, and being led down the right direction and gaining purpose comes from having someone else. And that's the parallel drawn between having a compass and someone else. And the entire song references a lot of romantic innuendos and the lyrics um, go... If I don't have you with me, I'm alone. You never know. I never know which way to go. I think you need me with me for all time when I need the new direction for my mind. And it's it's clear in the lyrics that it's a very romantic and, and loving and very sentimental song. And it just really does relate to that special person. And I know from experience that having someone that you love and having that special purpose in your life is like a compass because you feel that that person brings you that love and, and that safety and that direction just as a compass would. And the next song that I really wanted to um, focus on is called Pretty Boy by The Neighborhood. And that was one of their most released, newer released songs from the Chip Crumb and the Monotones album. And it's one of my favorite songs and it really overwhelms me with the feeling of love. And it, it's one of their slower songs and it's more of a love song. And the opening verse goes, if even if my heart stops beating, you're the only thing I need. Even if the earth starts shaking, you're the only thing worth taking. Even if the sky's on fire, got you here with me, it's all right. And if it's all over, I'm taking this moment. And just from that alone, it's really clear to see how romantic and, and specialized and detailed that is. you know. And it shows that even when things are going wrong in a relationship, even when things are going wrong with love, with whoever it may be, you always want that one person with you. And that one person brings you that happiness and can make a bad day into a good day. And I think these lyrics highlight the really romantic side and the really special side of being in a relationship with someone. You know, even if everything possible went wrong, you still want that other person. So on the contrary, on the other side of relationships, you have the artist named Black. Um, commonly said as Six Lack, but it's pronounced Black. And he's a rapper slash singer from Baltimore, Maryland. Um, and he's really popular for his song Problems. And he's notoriously known for his very dark songs. And he's been in the... R&B game since about 2016. So the song that I chose for him was called Pretty Little Fears, and it's substantially more sexual in nature. 
And that's kind of the direction that black goes. And I think it represents the industry as a whole. I think oftentimes the industry leads down that sexualized, more raunchy path. So the lyrics in his first verse go, Say it loud, say it proud, you want it more. We open door, hit the couch on the floor, cut it up like scissors, love galore. She never bored, there's so much we can do. And it's clear to compare to the neighbor that in their views on relationships, Black takes a more sexualized approach with his lyrics. And instead of the loving, caring side of a relationship, it's more of the sex-driven raunchiness that comes or can happen in a relationship. And I'm just never saying neither neither is good or neither is bad. Um, they're both inherently good in their own ways, and they're both different sides of the spectrum that I wanted to highlight. But it's unique to see how the comparison between the neighborhood and, the, and Black differ on what they think should be focused on in a relationship. And it's a fundamental difference that two artists can have over the same topic, and that's completely okay. And the next song that I wanted to highlight by Black is called Sorry. And it isn't necessarily sexual in nature, but it has a very sad and dark side to it. And the unfortunate part about this is it, it's, it's about the falling of a relationship. And it's going to happen. I've always been told you're going to break some hearts and you're going to have your heart broken. And it's going to happen. Um, and the way that this song represents it is, is very different to the neighborhood. So the lyrics go, sitting here, patching myself up, crying over what's left. Without you, I ain't anything, but no pressure. I guess I got to learn my lesson. And it takes a very, very straight to the point, very dark approach to it. And that's okay because that's, that's his rendition. That's his interpretation of it. Um, but it's, it's, music is very centered by the downfalls that come with, with love. And the neighborhood is very positive based off of that. Um, as I mentioned, the neighborhood, even when the world was, was falling apart, the neighborhood still showed that there's love to be had. Um, while black always takes a more negative connotation when referring to this. But, you know, each artist has their own unique point of view, and those are the two songs from each artist that I felt reflected this topic the best. And just to reiterate, you know, music we hear not only reflects people's experiences, but it's very relatable. I've been to both places. I've been more relating to black when I was in a sad mood, or I've been more relating to the neighborhood when I'm in more of a somber, happy mood. Um, and I'm not saying that you can't. And the point of this is that just like pop culture, it can go either way. And one day you might feel this way, another day you might feel the other. And there are concrete examples of how musicians can, can relate love to their audiences in different ways, just as pop culture relates to people in, in different ways. Pop culture is ever-changing. It's, it's something that is so inside and ingrained in music that it's human nature for us to discover more and listen to more and relate to something. Um, you know, even even though one approach is more sexualized and romantic, the lyrics and platforms that are going to be on are always going to be changing. You know, Spotify, SoundCloud, they're always going to be changing. And those these artists, these songs will remain prevalent because pop culture is a huge part of music. And these two artists are example of how your mood can, can affect what your interpretation is, how pop culture can affect your interpretation of what love is, how music can affect affect your interpretation of love and relationships. And I just wanted to um, make a unique comparison between the two because I felt that it highlights both sides of pop culture and it highlights both sides of human emotion. Um, so, so thank you for listening and I, I hope you enjoy and I really enjoy doing this.